Welcome to Discover Barnstable, the official podcast of the town of Barnstable, a podcast where you can meet the people who steward the programs and services that connect us to our quality of life here in the town of Barnstable. We invite you to join the conversation as we navigate municipal government and our community pathways to help you discover Barnstable. I'm Lynn Poyant, and on this episode of Discover Barnstable, we are joined by the town's award-winning finance director, Mark Milne. Mark has been the director of finance for the town of Barnesville for the past 25 years, and prior to his career in public finance, he spent several years working in the public accounting profession and is a licensed CPA in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. We will be talking to Mark about capital improvement plans. Welcome, Mark. Good morning, Lynn. Thank you for having me. We're very glad to have you back. A while back, you did Barnes, uh, Budgeting 101 with us, oh, uh, and that is still, I think to this day, the most, after Beach Stickers, the most popular podcast that we've had. So it, I think it's wonderful that you are able to explain things in a really um, understandable way in bite-sized chunks. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to be talking about... Um, the capital improvement plan and why it's important for communities to have a five-year capital improvement plan. Sure. Um, you know, these, these plans typically include very large expenditures. Um, they can have impact on the community's future growth, um, impact on service levels. Um, they, they don't necessarily repeat themselves year after year, so the consequences of a mistake um, could be much more severe. Um, and so, you know, you really need to understand um, what the community's um, future growth looks like and how we're going to meet those services and, and what kind of capital investment we'll need to make um, to meet that. And what process does Barnesville follow to review and evaluate capital project submissions and decide which projects the, are going to be funded through the budget? Sure. We, um, you know, it's a, it's a, we're just starting the process for this year, a matter of fact, and departments are working on submissions. Every department um, identifies what their needs are, um, and we ask them to try to do that over a five-year period because we want to be able to plan appropriately um, to, you know, essentially accumulate the funding to try to address as much of that as we possibly can. Um, so they go, they go through, they develop, they, they identify their needs, they, they provide submissions to us, um, and then we go through an evaluative process that includes um, a task force that's created of um, every department head essentially in town. And the task force will, will meet um, collectively all day to evaluate the submissions, uh, mostly just the submissions of the, the immediate fiscal year that people are asking for. Um, and we try to prioritize those. We have four different criteria that we use to, to prioritize those projects. Um, the first one being whether or not it's imperative. It, is there a, you know, by, by not doing this project, it will, will we um, create an immediate harmful impact or avoid a significant public safety issue? Um, the second category is essential. And then um, we'll have uh, important projects and then desirable projects. So we basically rank the projects in those four different categories to identify really the imperative and the essential ones that should first and foremost be funded. Because we don't have necessarily all the money in the world to do every single project that gets submitted, so we have to go through that ranking process. And I have to say that when I was the director of community services and the field study was done, there was like a 20-year plan because we couldn't, all the field needs couldn't be addressed in one year. Absolutely, yeah. It's similar. I mean, our buildings, same same thing. Mm 
Um, <clears throat> so it doesn't stop there, though. After that process is done, the task force goes back and they look at that ranking and then they go through a second evaluation phase. And there are 10 criteria that they look at that are kind of aligned with the town council strategic plan. Um, and they score the projects um, in those 10 different categories um, to try to find the ones that are mostly linked to the town council strategic plan and ultimately to help preserve and improve the quality of life in our town, which is overall our, our mission. Um, and, and, and we also have a comprehensive financial advisory committee that will meet with the departments, go over their submissions, and you know they don't have any power or any authority to develop um, the capital plan that's brought forward ultimately, but they'll advise the town management and uh, town council um, as to issues or matters that they feel are important for us to consider in deciding what we should bring forward. And I remember when we were doing different things with regards to the Comprehensive Wastewater Management Plan, the CFAC, the Comprehensive Financial Advisory Committee, was uh, instrumental in providing feedback on um, things. And it, it, having that kind of input from a citizen group is mm -hmm. really um, useful. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a good perspective to have. I mean, you you want to have um, somebody from the citizens' perspective taking a look at what what we're doing as well. You know, we just don't want it all to happen in town hall. It's nice to have an outside view. Yeah. Now, when we talk about capital, there's operating capital that is part of the operating budget. And what's that threshold that a project would actually go to the capital improvements plan? It, it's um, the threshold's fifty thousand dollars. Anything over fifty thousand dollars, we ask people to submit those through the um, uh, capital program, as opposed to the operating budget. And operating capital is really more things like routine vehicle replacement. We see that in our public works department and our police department because they have a fleet of vehicles and equipment that need to routinely be replaced. Um, so that's more of your, your operating type capital. Okay. And how does the town go about financing its uh, capital projects? So financing is a, is, is a mixed bag. I mean, we have cash reserves um, after evaluating, you know, how much we need to keep aside in our cash reserves um, to cover any, you know, our risk tolerance and various things like what assets are we going to self-insure ourselves for, what type of operations are we going to um, prov provide funding with uh, from free cash, and then which will allow us to um, determine what we have left over to help finance the capital program. So we have some cash that we'll use, always chasing grants. Grants are a big one um, when it comes to capital um, items. Capital grants are, you know, out there. Um, from many different uh, agencies, federal and state, and departments are constantly researching and applying for grants to help offset our capital expenditures. Um, and then probably the biggest financing component is uh, we borrow. We, we borrow money. We go to the municipal bond market. For example, every year we're issuing a bond or a loan um, to finance uh, much of our capital program. Because again, these are large expenditures that you, you can't include them in the operating budget because they'll make the operating budget increases and decreases fluctuate wildly. Um, so you want to finance them through a capital program, but you have to borrow the money to finance these things. But then the loan payback subsequently becomes part of the operating budget. 
um, that we have to plan for. So that's, an, that's a very important evaluation that you have to make when you're developing a capital plan is what's the future operating budget impact if I do this project because I got to go probably take a loan out to finance it. But we don't just finance through the municipal bond market. We'll also borrow money from the state revolving loan fund and the Massachusetts Clean Water Trust for mainly our drinking water and clean water or sewer projects. Um, they're available for uh, financing through that program at uh, much more favorable interest rates than what the municipal bond market will bring. Um, and oftentimes we can qualify, you know, sometimes with, for subsidies on those projects as well. Um, so those are the main sources, cash grants and uh, financing through either the municipal bond market or the state revolving loan fund. And I have to say that our treasurer over the years has been really done a phenomenal job with regards to the borrowings that we've had. And there have been some refinancings that have saved the town millions of dollars because projects have been able to be refinanced. Yeah, that's a, you know, that hasn't happened in a while because we've been borrowing um, for a number of years at very favorable interest rates, um, just because that's the way the market has trended. But that's reversing itself right now. Um, interest rates are um, increasing dramatically as a result of what's happening at the federal level. And we're starting to see you know, loans that we would take a 20-year loan out at 1.2% a couple of years ago. We're over 4% now. And so these refinancing opportunities could present themselves again in the future once interest rates start going back down. So if we borrow money at 4% this year, and three years from now, financing rates are, have dropped significantly again, like they did previously, there could be a refinancing opportunity, just like you or I would do with your mortgage. Right. Um, and what are the largest components of the town's capital plan? So the biggest components, um, of course, are infrastructure associated with um, drinking water and clean water or sewers. I mean, those are probably the, the largest um, need that we have looking forward because protecting water resources um, for our community is, is, is the most important. Um, it's the most important vital asset that we have. It's why people come here. Um, visitors from all over the world. We need to protect those resources because it drives our economy, it drives our labor force, it, it keeps our property values where they are. And if we lose that, um, it's not gonna be good for anybody. And we need clean drinking water um, for our residents and visitors as well. So that's probably the largest part of the capital program, but there are also other important pieces. Our road infrastructure is, is very large. I think we're, we have the fourth largest road infrastructure in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Yeah. So, um, so we spend a lot of money every year maintaining our public road infrastructure, and we have a lot of private ways. And as you know, we've been looking at taking more of those private ways potentially in the future and making those part of our inventory, and we'll have to maintain those um, and make periodically capital improvements to those road uh, roadways. And I have to say that that's been a town council discussion. Um, there have been a couple of private uh, road workshops uh, with the town manager, um, legal department, discussing that absolutely. very thing. Yeah, yeah. Because there is a, a high dollar value to it. Absolutely, yeah. And as we build out the public sewer system, um, many of those sewer lines are going to go into these private ways. And at that point in time, we'll have to decide, well, if we're going to, since we put the sewer line in and improve that roadway, Maybe we should just take it into our inventory at that point in time now that it meets public road standards 
and we want to make sure that it maintains stays in, in public road standards. Um, so, but the other area that we're um, is a major component of the capital program is our facilities. We have, we have a lot of square footage in town, um, buildings, mostly schools, and those require periodically uh, capital investments. You have to replace those rooftop ventilators on top of the schools. You have, you know, you have to replace roofs and windows and doors and, and flooring and, and so forth because these facilities are used very heavily, um, very heavily throughout the year. <laughs> and so it's just like your home. You periodically have to do those capital improvements um, with a new furnace or a new roof or, 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 or something. And, and we're in the same predicament. Um, and, and I think finally the, uh, the other piece it's kind of unique is the airport. You know, we have a, an airport here in town, very large infrastructure associated with that airport, but most of that gets financed through grants through the Federal Aviation Administration and Mass Department of Transportation. I, I'm glad you mentioned that. And a while back, every there were a number of um, parcels or buildings within town that were at 50 years old mm-hmm. and they needed to be replaced. One of them was the airport. Another one was the Kennedy Rink, which mm-hmm. is now the Hyannis Youth and Community Center. Mm-hmm. And so you have to, there's only so much maintenance with some of these right. um, because of the complex um, systems that they have to them. Right. So um, yeah, thank you for mentioning that. Sure. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about that we haven't covered yet? Oh, I think we've, we've covered it all. All right. Well, yeah. that sounds great. So we're going to ask you a bonus question. Okay. Um, if uh, I were to look at your Spotify playlist, what would be on top? Probably a lot of old 60s, 70s, and 80s classic rock. My wife says I'm living in a different era. i got to update my, my playlist. But, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm just an old fan of that music from that time, from that era. And my kids are, too. It's kind of funny because... Um, they listen to the same type of music sometimes, and um, they really like it. And I think it's best music in our lifetime. There you go. And it's, <laughs> and it's a shared experience for them. So that's great. So thank you so much for uh, coming back to the studio with us, Mark. I know that we're going to be having you back again um, because... Th- the finances of the town are so important, mm-hmm. as is referenced in the town council strategic plan. It's what holds everything um, right. together for the town's quality of life. Yes, thank you. So thank you for being with us. You're welcome. And thank you, our listeners, for spending time with us and listening to Discover Barnstable, the official podcast of the town of Barnstable. We hope you found a new understanding of how your municipal government works for you and our community. Be sure to drop us a line at podcast at town.barnstable.ma.us and let us know what you would like to learn next. Until then, go discover Barnstable.